Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Fundamentals of Christian Living, Part 2. Let us start today's conversation with hearing the Word of God in our ears and with our minds. As 21st century Christians, let us open our minds as we are confronted with the timeless, ageless, relevant Word of God. This passage has today's date written all over it. Here we go reading the first seven verses of Ephesians 5. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure. No immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. We started this conversation yesterday by exploring two issues that God does not want to be features of our lives, the issue of sexual immorality and impurity. The passage identifies some other things such as greed, obscenity, foolish talk or coarse joking, and we could speak at length about each of them. In other words, God is about specifics, but in context, you might have heard this idiom, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Let's put that on the table today. There are many instances where we find list of specifics in scriptures, vital information that must be addressed. Let us take a motor car. There are numerous pieces, numerous parts that go to make up the car. It would not be a car without the four wheels, the steering wheel, the engine, the seats, and so forth. There are big parts and there are small parts. When they are itemized, we are able to identify them and we can talk at length of the importance of each part. But if you are a person like me who simply want a car, a good car, an efficient car, an attractive car, you just want to know that this car that you're buying comes with all the parts fitted together and what the, and when the transaction is over you have a car that can take you around in comfort efficiency and one that will last a long time i am being deliberate in getting there slowly the things that paul itemizes certainly in this passage are things that we should not be doing in other places, he gives an extensive list of don'ts that he calls acts of the flesh, Galatians 5 and verse 19. Or he tells us a list of things that we must put to death in Colossians 3. You get it? These are important. But let us go back to our main text and find the secret issue that is at the heart of God. Listen to what God says. These are improper for God's holy people. Come on, Clyde, what are you talking about? God tells us specifics here and there, but God's big picture is the collective, the church, the body of Christ. 
We are God's holy people. Ah, are you getting it? Let us go back to the car example. Get all the parts that go towards making up a car and make sure that each part is in proper condition. Now go ahead and drive your car. <laughs> I never thought so. You cannot drive the collection of car parts sitting down there in the showroom. They are important, but unless you're going to sell each part to different customers, the bunch of parts do not do the job. You want a car with the parts all in place. God talks to us about the different things that we should not do, but over and over again, he points us to the whole. He points us to the big picture that we all together are God's holy people. In other words, when Paul's letter is read in any of the churches in Ephesus, the message is being directed to God's holy people. That is who we are, a people that God has called out of darkness into his marvelous light, a people that he wants to be totally holy. Being God's holy people in the community is important because the holy people are overcoming the sum of sinful practices that God condemns. The holy people are functioning effectively in the world as we wrestle against the evil forces that come up against us. God's holy people are not experiencing the wrath of God because we are not the children of disobedience, according to verse 6. Hey, God's holy people are not just identifiable for who we are, but we are representative of a holy God. That's why 1 Peter 1 verse 15 says, But just as you who are called is holy, so be holy in all you do. Are you getting the point? The various things that we should eliminate are what comprise the whole picture, God's holy people. So when we address those things, the goal is to be who we truly are, God's holy people. The final line in our passage today says, Therefore, do not be partners with them, those who want to deceive us in thinking otherwise. You are God's holy people. Now, make sure that all the parts are in good condition. Get rid of the evil things that when all is said and done, you are God's holy people. Be who you are in this world that is against us, God's holy people.